Bulls for me. How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast, brought to you by Dark Future Systems, the best in your custom computing, gaming, creative experience. Go darkfuturesystems.com. Link trip for the podcast. You can get $100 off your entire building code CPPOD and check out anytime during your build. Trust us, you're going to want to do this. Oh, yeah. Now, it's time for feature presentation. We have never listened to the podcast with vocalist Casey and Jordy. We talk about how they're playing with Bad Wolves on December 11th. And then this conversation dives deep into creating positivity, going after your dreams, and why support is such a great thing in that. Oh, this is a great one. So let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. One of my favorite things to do on this podcast is ask artists to give me a couple of bands that for us to check out, for everyone else to check out, that they're really into, that they really like to support. When we had Trevor from Windwalkers on the podcast back in November, he labeled three bands as his go-to bands for this. And this band right here is one of them. They have a new song called Bones, yeah. which was released earlier this year, like September-ish. So you can go check that out. They released their first album, Affliction, in 2022. And cool enough, they will be supporting Bad Wolves at the Whiskey A Go-Go on December 11th. So if you're in the Los Angeles area, I suggest you go check it out. But before you go check out that show, why not get to know the band right here with the two vocalists? So please welcome Casey and Jordy from Neverless to the podcast. So, welcome to the Core Progression Podcast. Yeah, yeah get all the horns out. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, going, we're going for the semi truck horn. <laughs> yeah. So, just everyone's gonna be going like this to you as you go on stage now to play bad with bad rules and be like, "Yeah, we need to hear the truck horn," and someone's gotta have it programmed somewhere. <laughs> There's our gimmick right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect oh, yeah. gimmick. But to start out. When I saw that you were performing with Bad Wolves at the Whiskey Go on December 11th, I mean, that's something that's pretty dang nifty. Not only playing with Bad Wolves, but playing in an iconic venue like Whiskey Go Go. So, how did you get to, you know, be on a bill like that? How did this all come together? Uh, fun- <laughs> yeah, so funny yeah. enough. Um, well, so we've been in the scene for a little bit now, you know, a couple of years at least. And so you just kind of weirdly enough share Facebook friends, which is like a weird, it's funny. You just kind of end up, Oh, I know that guy from that band. Maybe looks at my, you know, friend request. Or it's yeah. weird, weird, funny stuff like that. So um, anyways, one of the guys that I ended up being friends with, um, his name's Anthony and he uh, does like <clears throat> booking and stuff for the whiskey. And so he threw a post up one day and he was like, Hey, anybody, uh, you know, looking to play the whiskey this year, let me know, shoot me a DM. I'm like, okay, cool. So I shoot him a DM and he's like, you know, all the business stuff. uh, He's like, yeah, so you got to sell like, you know, like 400 tickets or something crazy amount of tickets. And we're like, we're in Arizona, man. So there's no way we're selling that many tickets in LA. And so I was like, yeah, for sure. And, you know, we didn't talk much again. And so so like four months later, four months later, he hits hits me up and he's like, he's like, hey, uh, I got the show. Uh, would you guys be down to play it? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I really like your band. Like, I think it'd be, yeah, I think you guys would be good on the lineup. Be a lot of fun. And I was like, okay, sick for sure. And then we just ended up kind of getting on to like this kind of a banger show, you know, like it's cool. Bad Wolves is playing shows and, and especially in LA. So, I mean, we, we missed the opportunity to play at the venue last year. Was it last year? Mm-hmm. Last year. So we were on tour. We did like a little tour with Escape the Fate um, on one of their, on part of their Dead Masquerade 2 tour. So, uh, whiskey was on that and we were gassed to play that to play that venue we we're like oh my god dude ah fucking whiskey you know freaking out and then uh <clears throat> so we missed that we were pretty disappointed but 
um this time around we're like okay like finally like we're not on a tour like we just get to go out there and play the show so yeah yeah it's, it's cool it was definitely we're definitely super grateful and thankful like anthony's super nice super awesome guy so it was really cool of him to kind of have us in mind you know so yeah definitely Face shout out to him funny. for sure that, yeah, shout that out anthony. super <laughs> cool of him to think of us yeah shout out to anthony what a yeah. guy what a, <laughs> what a guy dude I mean, it's it's something where it's it unfortunately wasn't able to work out the last time with Escape the Fate, but it's weird where, especially in the music industry, because I've run into this exact same thing where you just become friends with the most random people on fa- literally yeah. on Facebook, <laughs> yeah. and you see yeah. what they post. It's sometimes you don't always interact with it, but sometimes you're like, you know what, I got to take a shot at this and see what happens. It's happened to myself as well with the podcast, so I totally understand where you're coming from. And that's a little bit of like a little, you know, fun little tip and trick for different other other people in the scene where, yeah, you can put out some friend requests there. You never know who you're going to get. <laughs> friend requests to everybody you've ever yeah. liked. Ever. <laughs> my mom. I, oh, my mom is so funny, dude. She uh, she added, I cannot remember who it was, but it's some guy from like some big band. I'm not going to name drop anything, but I guess he added her back. And my mom was like, I'm friends with so-and-so on Facebook. She's like, I wonder if he'll recognize me at a show. And I'm like, mom, I don't, it's not like that. She's like, maybe she'd be my boyfriend. And I'm like, okay, chill out. <laughs> so I'm like, Unhinged. my mom was already trying to pick up band dudes. I'm like, no, mom, stop. You don't want that. Trust me. I'm a band dude. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, she's funny, dude. Mom, funny. these are my friends. Come on. He's like, no, this dude's in like a huge band. No, I'm like, how did you even get this guy? It's yeah. crazy. So, so funny. Oh, my okay. God. He was that, lurking back, I he guess. Was. He was lurking. He, he was lurking back, but your mom was trying to go back to, you know, being 21, 22 years old, just trying to hang yeah. out with band dudes. And all of a sudden, it's like, Mom, you realize you have a, you have a kid. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm she's a band like, dude. I'm I'm around that period. Like, do you really want to do this? Yeah, but my mom's thought process. She's like, Yeah, I have a kid and he's in a band. What's up? <laughs> that makes me cool. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. She's putting on, but it's so yeah. funny. It makes me cool, but also check out his band. I got the t-shirt on right here. Maybe you could have him <laughs> on a show. Oh. My mom's trying to industry plant us, I think. Oh it's, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Thanks hey, someone's got to be planting us, mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for industry plans, mom. Someone's got to be out there to support you. I mean, why? What would be better than that? It's your, yeah, you're gonna have you know your mom's worry, but the fact of the matter is, you're gonna have someone that's so feverishly into supporting you that hey, people are gonna end up checking out and listening. If she's friends with random band dude from big band, you never know what might I happen. Know, I yeah. mean, heck, you being friends with the Booker Whiskey and Go Go <laughs> randomly on Facebook led to you being booked on a show <laughs> with Bad Wolves. Yeah, I it's, mean, <laughs> it's really wholesome. Like, yeah. honestly, like my our, mom, my mom throwing it back. For, are, <laughs> for yeah, yes, <laughs> that's wholesome. No, I, I was I was more going down the path of um, I mean, like, you know, all jokes aside, I do think that like our there are a lot of parents of kids that want to pursue music. And uh, I think that Jordy and I lucked out with our parents being so oh, yeah. supportive of us pursuing music from pretty much the jump i mean like they were like okay well like i'm here to support you if that doesn't you know happen but you're really talented and i want to see it happen and then it just kind of snowballed and they were like oh shit you guys are actually like doing stuff that's cool they're so, like okay we're going to where so, we're going yeah, playing what so, venue so uh, my dad is basically like our tour bus driver at this point and um manager, and he's, he's like he's basically agent. like our manager yeah, and our our touring touring manager yeah. yeah i mean he he likes to take on all the the roles and 
um it's it's really cool because i think like as you get older you realize like you don't spend as much time with your parents anymore um so it's really cool that our parents are like you know right there beside us while we're trying to do the thing you know that is really cool because one thing i've always consistently heard is you know when people have parents and it's unfortunately you know when they lose them they always look back and say, oh, I never got, I didn't spend enough time, as much time with them as I wanted to, specifically later on in life. Because yeah, as we continue to grow, we continue to start going off and do our own things. We might move away. We might have different interests that take us different places, but at the same time, it kind of pulls away from our family. And that time is something you can never get back. If you want to get a good example of that, listen to the song Only Money by A Day to Remember because Jerry McKinnon puts it out there perfectly with the loss of his grandmother and how it affects where it's like, yeah, I'd always go off and do this stuff, you know, for the band for A Day to Remember, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't end up, like, that's not, like, suitable replacement for the time you get to spend with family. Yeah, that money and that time spent elsewhere is not, like, it doesn't equate to you know, all of the, all the good times that you share with those people. So like having those people with you as often as you like are on the road or like try to have them there with you as often as possible, I think really makes for like looking back on really awesome memories. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Cause as time goes on, you know, money comes and goes, but those memories are going to be the things that stay with you the longest as we grow absolutely. in life, as we get older in life, as we get to that point where, you know, we cross the rainbow bridge. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> super deep that's yeah i it's weird like i've been getting a lot of like i don't know i've been having a lot of i don't know if you believe in like signs and the universe has a way of telling you things but i've been having a lot of signs in the last couple of months like to really enjoy spending time with the people that i love um before it's too late you know like um i've been really close to my grandparents growing up um they live a whole state away but we would trek out there like 12 hours, like a couple of times a year to see them. We'd be there for like a week or maybe two sometimes. And, um, you know, as, as I've gotten older, I go out there less and less. Um, and now they're not doing so hot. They're not doing, you know, as well as, you know, I think in our minds, we think that our family's going to live forever, um, mm-hmm. until one day they don't, and they're not the way they used to be, you know, they're not as, not as sharp as they used to be. And it just kind of gets to you a little bit, but, um, you know, spending time with your friends, your family, you know, the friends that you've made family. Um, I think that's just really, really important to, to do as much as you can before it's too late. Oh, absolutely. And especially with the fact that when it comes to your family specifically, they're very supportive of you. Like Casey, having your dad potentially be tour manager and Jordy having your mom basically be marketing manager by trying to talk to a big band dude to get you yeah. guys. <laughs> my mom, but my mom's trying to throw back for the one time, you know? Throw, <laughs> throw back for the one time. And then after you guys get on that bill, throw back for the second time. And I guess, dude. Man, then my mom's, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's the way that's it be sometimes. Oh, that, that's Tory, the way it is, Tory but <laughs> that's the That's what it is. But one thing that still stands out is, especially with the both of you, compared to a lot of other people in the music scene, you have parents that are there supporting you every step of the way. They're helping you and they're giving you that support in the background where if you need it, they're there. If something doesn't go right, they're there. If you try this and it doesn't work out, they're going to be there to help pick you up. It's something that not a lot of people have in music because, of course, people, all everyone loves music, but 
when it comes to parents, they want what's best for us all the time, or most of the time, I should say, but they all love to live in the world of practicality. So yeah. it's, if yeah. you're, if you're going out there trying to make music, trying to make something of yourself, trying to be in the creative space, it's like, well, why don't you just go get a desk job? It's stable. Then you can buy a house. Well, that's not necessarily what you want to do. You don't want to follow around this cookie cutter path as everybody else. You want to go pursue right. your dreams. But having that family support has to be something that is invaluable to you going forward and must be something, again, that's super just incredible to have, given the fact that maybe not a lot of people in the scene have that from their families. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're definitely super thankful Like for our, our parents. Our parents do a lot for us. I mean, just emotionally supportive. But, you know, it doesn't always start off like that, at least for in my case. <clears throat> like, it kind of took – it took my uh, – it actually took kind of me – standing up for myself for the first time like as an adult when i was like i don't know 18 19 right because you're young and you're like oh man i really want to do this band thing but oh i gotta go to college or you know so and so doing this and and so even my grandparents well my granddad specifically is like really like a big like pillar in my life for you know like success and like finding what it is that i want to do but also being able to like create a sustainable life where i can have a family and kind of carry on you know like everyone else is like oh you know i'm having a family and they kind of go through everyone goes through that cycle but it definitely took me um it took a little bit of doing at least from my end my uh my parents got divorced when i was like 19 and my mom moved to texas and my dad moved to like new york and uh i'm you know 19 young i work like 20 hours a week at like a at olive garden like serving you know serving tables and I'm like, I think I'm going to stay here in Arizona. And my parent or my mom was like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you doing this? I was like, no, I'm doing it. And meanwhile, we had like an EP with like, I don't know, 2000 streams on it. <laughs> I was like, it just completely made no sense to be like, no, mom, I'm staying. But like that kind of like sticking up for yourself and like showing and proving, hey, look, like I have something I believe in, whether you believe in it or not, you know, and that, that really kind of resonates. You know, our parents are just grown up kids, too, you know. So like they want the what's best for us, but also I feel like it's kind of a learning experience for everybody because my, my parent, my mom specifically, she was like, yeah, like I didn't really understand. But now that I'm seeing all of these things that I didn't even realize that you were capable of because I didn't know I was capable. You know what I'm saying? You put your own like it's like a. It's uh, it's like going shopping with somebody else's wallet, right? You're like, man, I don't know if I can afford this, but if they can, you know. Yeah. So uh, it, it definitely was. It was a really big um, like cornerstone, and then you kind of understand, okay, this is really, this is actually real. Like this could actually happen. We didn't realize that, you know. So it definitely took a little bit of doing to kind of show them the way and be like, hey, look, like we believe in this. We're gonna make this work, whether you want to help or not. And then over time, it's like, hey, like we're all we're in it with you, you know. And so it's really redeeming to like kind of be right you know be like okay like this might work a little bit you know so yeah 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 and, and again it's something that is really incredible to hear that you know you stood up for yourself in that capacity and then your family started to rally behind you on that yeah. and again there's a lot of times where i feel like a lot of kids might or people you know 18 19 years old they're trying to go in the creative space try and do something in music they might have that moment where they stand up for themselves and their families are much more headstrong in this in terms of what they think they should do trying mm -hmm. to influence their decision because that's sometimes a lot of people do that in families. They try and get other people in their families to follow along with whatever vision that they have for them. So there can yeah. be this messed up kind of weird dynamic that happens. And then it kind of splits families apart because you have two, someone that's trying to go after something for their dreams, trying to something new, especially with their life, because it's one life. We only get one shot at this. Right, so yeah. 
why try and go for a bun single instead of, you know, going for a home run? Why try and play it safe and work at a corporate job where you're going to go with the, oh, nine to five and then happy wife, happy life. Yeah. And then, no oh, shit. yeah, we're living the dream. And inside, you're just like dying because you wish you would have done something. It's right. when parents are able to realize that they still have that like inner kid within them. It's like, oh, shoot, what did you want to do with that age? What did you really want to go after? Why didn't you go after it? And do you regret not going after it? And I think the parents that really think that and really get an understanding of that, those are the ones that are going to be supportive of you going forward with your dreams and help you alongside that because they know that's what they wish they would have done. Not maybe what you're exactly doing, but going after your dreams in that capacity. Yeah. I feel like people really box themselves in, especially like our parents' generation, right? You know, you got to think of how their parents were, you know, like very hard people, you know, it's, you know, we're talking like forties, fifties, like, like these are, these are tough people, you know, everyone's grandparents is is pretty, pretty headstrong. So it's definitely become kind of like a, a learning curve for everybody, but it's really nice to see everybody come out of that shell and come out of that box of thinking, and go, okay, like anything is possible. It's really, it's really validating, you know, cause you to have your family behind you. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It's really weird to see like other people who don't feel that way. Like in a, like, you know, who are in our generation who are like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, you know, why, like, why would you want to do music? Like, that's not a real job. Like, yeah. You know, and it's those same people that, you know, were like, oh, you know, you guys are not going to make it or you guys are not going to be going anywhere. Like who will message us and be like, your man is so good. Or, you know, I remember going to high school with you. Like, I've always believed in you. And we're like, that's so weird because I remember that very differently. But yeah, it's weird to see people like just kind of live their life on autopilot and be okay with that. Because I think every day, like there's nothing else that I would rather be doing it. It might be like really stressful at times. And we go through so many things that we're just like, dude, is the universe giving us a sign to quit or like, <laughs> like what, the, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Um, but it, it's an emotional roller coaster for sure. It's an emotional roller coaster, but I think I would rather do this 10 times over than get up every morning for work, uh, and go, basically be socially autopilot at some job that I absolutely fucking despise and yeah. and making barely any money and not happy is like I mean it's just it's crazy to think that people do that every day and they're just like this is my life <laughs> it will be for the next 50 years oh, yeah if you love what you do you never work a day in your life you know what I mean so yeah I guess- uh, I mean, I mean, they say that's a cliche statement, but it's a cliche for a reason. Yeah, and it's the truth. And to kind of add on to Casey's point too, absolutely. I'm with you on that where I I lived that life right out of college was I got a job out maybe a month after I graduated in in the corporate world. I'm like, oh, let's just, you know, this is where everything is leading to. So let's see where this goes. And after like a month or two, you know, I was just social autopilot the whole entire time, hated every minute of it, despised it. And it really took a nasty turn for me in life to the point where everything seems so good coming out of college. Like, oh, I got the world on my shoulders. Like I got everything in front of me. And about six months later, I was just losing everything, depressed, angry, just kind of just wondering if this was what life was going to be like. And if, if for some reason, you know, if people are out there and that's what they think of as their life and that's what they really want to do. Absolutely go for it. That's what you want to do. More power to By all means. 
Yeah, but for but for other people, that's like you know we got to do something else. We got to have this other bit of inspiration. We have to have this feeling of creativity that we own this and that we are the ones that are responsible for ourselves. Not trying to necessarily work for somebody else's goals, but work for our own goals as well. We right. got to go out and do that. We got to take we got to take charge on that. And if it works out, absolutely, it's a win. But for some reason, if it doesn't work out then at least we know that we tried it. We went for it and we're never going to be looking back and resenting the fact that we never went for it. Right. Uh, absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like that's everyone's fear, right? Is like being 85, 90 years old and you're on your deathbed and you're like, man, did I do everything I really wanted to do? Cause we don't know what's, you know, we don't know what's coming after that. So it's like, <clears throat> it's definitely like a leap for sure. But I feel like, as many people, something we've actually come across recently, but I feel like everybody who kind of pretends that they have it all together and like, yeah, I know exactly. Like I know exactly what's going on. Right. Like, no, you fucking don't like, you don't know what's going on. We don't like, no one actually knows what the fuck is going on. So like, uh, we just kind of, we were like, why are we going to pretend like we know what we're doing, why we're doing it, how, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, we like this thing and we want to find a way to do it as long as we can. And that's how everybody should, I feel like live their life, you know, it's like, and if they find something they like fucking do that, you know what I mean? Some people like just having a family and that's, mm -hmm. and that's like the ceiling for that or not the ceiling, but like, that's the goal for them. And they're like, whatever I have to do to have a family and to do that, because I love having a family. Like that's, you know, that's kind of how you, that's a lot of people who get, uh, kind of invested in like living that regular nine to five type life because they want to just have a family, you know, and it really, it's, it, there's a, it's a huge spectrum of, of whatever people want to do. So. Yeah. I think yeah. that like, I think my biggest thing in life, like just how I choose to live and how like I choose to treat other people is like, everyone is so different. And like, I'm not going to sit here and judge someone else for like doing what they want to do. I might not understand it, but if you are happy and you are a kind person to me, like I wish you nothing but the best. And I hope that, you know, you're doing what you want to do and living on your terms. And I hope that you wish the same for me and everyone around me, you know, like I think that it's just really important to be kind and supportive um, of everyone around you. I think it just, it makes the world a better place. You know, there, there are some really fucking hateful people out there who, you know, like for whatever reason or another, maybe it's just the way they were raised or, you know, they don't agree with your beliefs or whatever it might be. Like, as long as you come at somebody with the approach of like, it's your life, live it how you want. I respect you. If you respect me, like we can be friends, we can be cool. Um, so I think that just like goes hand in hand with like, you know, like we might not understand somebody else's, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, we might not understand why somebody else lives their life a certain way, but like, like more power to them. Like if, if you want to go, you know, like work on a farm and mm -hmm. raise animals, like, I mean, that's a really important job. I mean, like it is, if we didn't have farms, we didn't have, you know, all of these animals, like, but some people have passion for those. Yeah. Kind of some things. people yeah. have passion. Like I, <clears throat> absolutely could never like i i don't know i i love like horses and stuff but i can't imagine like living on a farm that's like that's crazy i grew up on a farm so i like... I, I appreciate like i appreciate it so much because it's so out of my wheelhouse like i i'm like wow i'm fascinated by shit like that yeah. you know like everyone's just so different you know some people are like they live in a big city their entire life 
Like we live in like a pretty like moderately like we live in an okay city. We like live in okay like size. a normal sized city. I feel like you know Tucson is like pretty big, but it's not like one of the big. You know, it's not Atlanta yeah, it's not or Phoenix, Phoenix or, or yeah. yeah or LA. I wish like, we had highways like Phoenix though. Oh Jeez. man, I I get dizzy driving <laughs> in Phoenix. It's all like I can't I can't do it. <laughs> I get sick and oh my god <laughs> driving with my fiance in Phoenix is something else we miss every other turn she's like I didn't see it I'm like I'm sorry I, I don't know how to help so don't uh, worry Casey I totally understand that too because I'm from Milwaukee Wisconsin so again it's it's a city it's got it's got a good size to it but it's nowhere near as big as what's 90 miles south of me in Chicago and I oh, was yeah. literally in Chicago last night to go see Eminence perform. And oh, it's just sick. like, how was that? It was a good show. Not going to lie. Oh, it yeah. was something where everyone was super into it. But of course, I'm a guy that loves being in the mosh pit, love going crazy. In that The pit wasn't <laughs> as big as I was hoping it was going to be. But I think it was because this is like Eminence's third show ever in America. And so people yeah. are so enamored with the fact that the vocalist can sing and scream while playing the violin. Like you want to watch that. It yeah, makes that's, sense. That's sick. That's mad props to those guys. Those guys are sick. That's crazy. Mad props. And, but what you said really kind of stood out where it's, we be kind of because you don't understand what motivates them, what their motivation life is, what their passion is in life. And yeah. if I always look at it too, as a success being relative to happiness, where if we're, you know, 85 years old and you're on your deathbed, what if you have the most amount of money in the world? What happens if you have tens of millions of dollars? I mean, just probably not, that's even less than the most amount of money in the world. But what if you have like tens of millions of dollars and you're sitting on your deathbed and you're regretting everything because you always wanted to have a family or you always wanted to try this, you always want to try this, but you kept playing this game that you kept wanting to get more money, more money, more money mm-hmm. and be successful in the ways that, you know, pop culture and society has you thinking, but it's not what you want. I look at myself, it's, you know, I still have work a full-time job to support myself in this, but I get to do do a podcast. I get to interview people like you. I get to talk with people from all around the music world. I get to go to concerts and I get to meet people. I get to hang out with people. I get to be in these crazy mosh pits and have these crazy times, but that's what I want to do. My best friend bought a house, literally turned his backyard into a whole entire chicken farm. And he's more of like a nomad type even where he'll just go random places and live out of a van. And he loves doing that. I also have a friend whose name is Jimmy. Dude, just him and his wife just had a baby. He works a nine to five. He wanted to have a family. But when we get together, it's we have all different motives for life. But oh, we yeah. all get along super well together. And we're all happy as all hell. And we're with each other. And we're all happy as hell with our lives because we're doing what we want to do. We're going after it. And even though it's all completely different, we respect the fact that we are all going for something that we want. Similar to what this conversation is. I'm respecting the both of you because you're going after what you want in life. You're taking charge of it and you're not letting these this like idea of you have to fit in this certain box or you have to fit along this certain path like that a lot of our parents went down, that a lot of our grandparents were forced to go down because of the time that was going around at that time. Of course, you know, we're talking about World War II in the 50s yeah. where that was a little, lot more of the prevalent pressure in culture. It's something where I, I respect the absolute hell out of it for anyone, especially in the creative space that's going into music, because it's not an easy place to be. And it's not easy to be creative, no, it's not easy to bear your soul in a lot of these songs, bear yeah. a lot of the, you know, the emotional weight that you're feeling, put it out there because the internet exists and the internet's going to roast everybody and make fun of everybody <laughs> and be vile at times. It's going to be supportive yeah. of you, but it, a lot of times yeah. it's, there's going to be people that are just going to put out some shit comments there. And you got to be willing to go and do that. Yeah. And I absolutely yeah. respect anyone that's willing to put themselves out there and do that. 
Yeah. But you know, not, not, not make shit comments, but put themselves out there creatively. Yeah, right, for right, sure. Right, yeah. Um, I think uh, one, one thing that I'm realizing, like, through this conversation about, like, you know, like, I'm friends with so-and-so and we're all so different. Like, you know, you think, how did I get to be friends with these people? Maybe it's like, you know, you went to school together, or you met them here or whatever. But, like, one thing I think remains the same is, like, no matter how you meet somebody, like, passion to live brings people together. Um, so I just think it's it's really universal. I mean, like, we have so <laughs> many different kinds of friends and, like, you know, they look and act certain ways and they do you know like their everyday life is so vastly different from us but we still love them all the same you know like it's it's so crazy to think about like just every single human being on this earth has like their ideal way to live and every single person's looks so different than the next so like if you really just live your life as passionately as you can as authentically as you can i think like that's how you connect yourself with people that you know grow to love you and just are just fucking vibing in life yeah because it's it's that positive energy is a is very like what is it contagious it's attractive too where if you're putting out positive energy in the world because you're living with that passion because you're living with passion for what your life and what you're doing other people that are living with that passion for their idea of life are going to come in and attract to it. Like yeah. again, like with Neverless, with your music, think about all the fans that are being attracted to your sound, to your music, coming up, talking to you after the show, connecting with you because you're igniting some sort of passion in them through your music to just live their lives, to feel comfortable with that and to potentially feel comfortable just going forward with what they want to do with yeah. staying up for themselves it's something that in even the music industry too, with other bands and other people, you know, other people, you know, that you have, you met through that are, you know, working in the industry that they're doing this because they love to do this. And yeah. you're connecting on that energy. You're connecting on that vibe, even though it's, you know, different, might be different sounds, might be different overall modes, might be different backgrounds and how you got there. But because you're living passionately for life and you're bringing that positive energy, that's what's attracting so many people. And that's, what's creating that moment where you know that if this is what you want to do, this is what you want to do. It's the best feeling in the world, honestly, like when we get like any sort of DM or like people talk to us after a show or like people order merch or like, you know, they'll people say so many things. They'll repost on their stories. They'll tag us like they'll jump up in our comments and like people go out of their way to be kind and to be like, hey, your guys' music like is really affecting me in a positive way. I think that is like probably the the best feelings for Definitely. me like yeah. I, I was you know i i try to respond to like as many dms like like personal dms that people will send me um sometimes they take me totally out of left field i'm just like wow i was not expecting that um but there there's a a guy that i've made friends with um his name's Anthony. Yeah, there's a lot of Anthony's. A lot of Anthony's. Anthony's. Of Anthony's. Anthony's are homies, okay? If your name is Anthony, you're automatically a homie of Neverless. Um, uh, his name's Anthony, and uh, I can't remember where he's from, but um, he, like, DM'd me, like, two or three weeks ago and was like, he sent me a screenshot. He's like, I just replay this album, like, too much, but it, it's really helped me through some 
hard times in the last year. So I just really appreciate everything you guys do. And like, I, I literally couldn't even think of like how to respond. I was like, that just means so much. Mm -hmm. He was like, you guys basically saved my life. And that's, that's a, that's like the biggest compliment, like that somebody can give you like a, basically a stranger telling you like something that you said and the way that you conveyed that passion, like altered my chemistry. (laughs) Like that it made me feel something I didn't know that I could feel. And that's just like the best feeling for us. That that's something powerful too. And I think that kind of goes to any creative as well, where if you're going to get something like that, where something you made, something you create, something you put out there has connected with someone so much that it is, you know, changed their outlook on life for the positive. Well, that is something that is insane. And especially for us too, as the creatives, it kind of gives more of that validation that what we're doing, it's, you know, there's a lot of people that people that might be out there, might be, you know, like ragging on you or like, oh yeah, you're never going to do good or anything, or you're just not that good. But when you see something like that, it kind of validates the fact that what you're doing is something that matters. What you're doing yeah. is something that matters to somebody out there. And it's impacting them so positively that you're helping create a better world and make this world a better place because the positivity that you're spreading is taking someone that was in a bad spot and making them feel that passion again. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's really nice because like writing music for us is so it's like therapeutic, right? You know, I mean, we all, we all go through our own kind of inner turmoil. So when we get a chance to kind of come together and just get the fucking bad emotions out and just kind of do, I mean, there's nothing like the really, I've never felt anything like playing a show um, and just being at like being around a bunch of people who are also just, there to hang out and have a good time and kind of be in the moment, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's really therapeutic, right? Cause you get to write the music and then, and then when you, that's just kind of a weird thing that I never really expected is that, you know, some people would be so affected by just this, this thing that we use as kind of therapy, you know, to be so affected in like a positive way by it. It's like, Holy shit, man. <laughs> it's really heavy. Yeah. You know, like that's a lot. Cause it's like, I didn't, I know that I'm feeling this way, but I didn't expect somebody else to like, not just relate. I mean, obviously I guess relate, but more like feel, feel better. You know what I mean? Because it makes us feel better. And so to hear somebody else feels better, you know, through it, it's, it's definitely like a, a big aspect that I never even really saw coming, you know? So it's, it's really cool talking with people after shows and just, hanging out and interacting with those people. Cause a lot of times, I mean, we've, we've had people at shows like your music has fucking helped me so much. And it's like, Oh my God. Like I, I didn't even, like, I didn't even know you would have <laughs> known who our band was. Like one of our first shows we ever played on, on that tour last year, uh, which was our first show ever. Like we had, we had, I had a guy in the crowd that was just talking to me and he was like, he was like, I'm listening to you guys for so long. Like I, it's just so cool that you guys are like here. And it's, it's really, it's wild because you re- you don't, we it's it's weird because we don't think anybody gives a shit right we're like yeah like we're putting music out we're like this is cool but like i don't think anyone actually fucking cares and so <laughs> you get there and there are people who really do care and it's it it's oh my god it just it keeps you going you know it refills the gas tank yeah you know? i think uh i mean jordan and i definitely like we're so passionate about this but we we definitely have like some 
hella imposter syndrome going on yeah we are definitely (laughs) our own worst critics and i think that you know like in today's day and age like it's just mental health is really important and i feel like um we tend to you know like neglect it sometimes Mm -hmm. when you know, we're, we live in a social media dominated world where we're seeing so-and-so do this. And, you know, this band's touring with this band and, you know, like, you know, look, I mean, anytime you go on social media, it's basically to see other people flexing, you know, like yep, yep. that's pretty much all it is. And that can be really hard on your mental health, whether you're in the music industry or not, but like to us, like we see, so many people succeeding and we're super happy for them, but it's almost like a, like a double-edged sword in a way, because we're like, damn, I would really love to be doing that, you know, like, but I just, it feels so far. So then we measure our success, you know, like based on what we see and it's, it can be really hard to overcome that. But then like, just, it's really the little things like putting out a song and somebody's like, dude, I was, this is a fucking banger song or, like your guys's music is so important to me or please drop another song soon. Or, you know, like, just like the, we're trying yeah, yeah. all the, all like all of the little things, like I think really just kind of make all of that completely disappear. And, yeah. you know, like kind of grounds you, it kind of yeah. grounds you and you're like, man, maybe I'm not like, you know, like I struggle with this, like in my personal life, not just in like my music life, but like, I think that I'm, you know, like just insufferable to be around. And like, I, you know, life is hard and every day, you know, can be a struggle, you know, if you let it be. And um, music is definitely like therapy to most people on this planet. And um, I, I just think that it's really, really humbling to be able to, you know, try to make a career out of it and to see that it does resonate with so many people that, you know, we can call friends. And again, have that positive impact on everybody. It, what you said about like comparison and social media, comparison is one of those things that is consistently going to put us in a spot where we feel like we're less than we actually are. And yeah, because yeah. it's social media, people are going to go on there and they're going to post the highlights of their lives. They're, they're not, very rarely are they going to post the shit, the crap. It's all going to be about, look at me, look at me, look at all this cool stuff I'm doing. And when it Mm -hmm. comes to their bands as well, of course you want to post all the positive stuff. Are we happy for these people, especially other people in the industry, all the people that are doing well in music? Yes, because we love to see other people succeed. We love to see the stuff we love succeed. We love to see it grow, especially because these people share the same passion that we do. But I fall victim to that too. There are a couple of podcasts where it's like, I see them sometimes pop up on social media and I will refuse to look at what they have. And it's never because of like the fact that I don't like them. It's always because I know that I'm going to end up looking at it. I'm going to see some of the guests they've had on. And all I'm going to think in my mind is why the hell can I get them? Why didn't I get them? Why are they getting them and I'm not? And I don't want to play that comparison game. But today that we're recording this, this is the day Spotify rap came out. And Mm -hmm. someone sent, I I found a, on Instagram, someone had like, oh, I mentioned me in a story. And it was, I was their most like listened to podcast of the year. Wow. Just yeah. one oh, person, awesome. just like, like what you said about like, you know, what someone coming up and talking about your song, it's like, oh, you know, how positive impacted you. Just that one thing. It just took me from 
man, you know, maybe this year wasn't the best for me at the podcast. Maybe I got to make some changes. It's like, well, whatever I'm doing is at least it's impacting someone incredibly positively. Yeah. I think that like really like the, I think the reason that anybody cares about numbers is because that's what we're seeing like on our, you know, on our, for you page, on our media, you know, it's like, people that are just fucking doing these banging numbers but like i think like you just said if it has the ability to impact somebody like however big or small i think you're doing the right thing you know like and maybe a large audience will come to follow maybe it won't but as long as you're happy and you're doing what you love and you're consistent like i think that sky's the limit and you know my fiance is really big on like manifesting, like manifest this energy. And sometimes I'm like, ah, that's such bullshit, you know, but like it kind of is a thing. It's kind of true. If you, if you go into something thinking, ah, dude, there's no fucking way this is going to happen. It's probably not. But if you're like, this could totally happen. Like I'm going to, I'm going to believe. And you know, it, you know, we'll see what happens. A lot of the time I feel like it does, it, it, you know, it has a funny way of doing it. It might not happen right then and there, but just takes time, just takes passion. And I think that we both have to remind each other that all the time. All you know? the time. Yeah. But I mean, that's part of like what we at least, uh, <clears throat> I think one of the things that really helps us get through the days and through the low, right. Cause like, not every not every day is going to be a show. Not every day is going to be a festival. Mm-hmm. Not every day you're going to be on tour, right? There's going to be days where you're like sitting at home, you're tired, you haven't eaten yet. You're like, oh, I got to do all this stuff. You're like, oh, life kind of sucks. And then you kind of got to remember like uh, it's a lot about like embracing the highs, right? And like learning to manage the lows, you know, because mm-hmm. it's going to be up and down. Nobody's life is 100% always up here there's always an off season there's always a there's always a break you know so you have to really ground yourself and go hey like we may not be exactly where we want to be yet but we need to learn to enjoy those lows also because that's still there's still life right like i I, we live in such an instant gratification world where we're like man i just want to put this out man i just want to play music every single day of my life and bah, 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 crazy all the time but mm-hmm. it's just that's just not how it works you know and and we have to kind of we, we we remind each other every all the time every day probably that it's like hey like we're getting there and we don't have to put a time limit there's no time limit on this you know mm-hmm. what i mean we're stable how we sitting on right now like i'm cool with working my job and doing what i gotta do to be in this band you know like it's just about enjoying this ride right because like if we do get to the point where we were like okay yeah we really made it we're gonna look back to when we're 24 25 to when I, i'm looking back to when i'm 19 going yeah no mom i'm staying you yeah. know and like put all those times share together like that is that's the meat and potatoes right there you know the rest of it's just kind of like dessert and the whole point is is like mm-hmm. i get to spend my entire life hanging out with my best friend making music like what what's better than that you know what i mean yeah. like you know yeah there's there's not much better than that i mean like sometimes it just you have to like pause and go like dude my life's not that shitty like it's not that Mm -hmm. bad like it's some days are really hard like they're way harder than others but some days it's like damn i'm just happy to be here like and i think um 
you know, we have really bonded through music and stuff, but like just talking about everything, like a lot of the time that we're together, um, when we do music stuff, we're talking probably 90% of it. So like it's till 5am. Yeah. Till 5am. <laughs> we got half a song done and we've been here for 14 hours and we've talked 13 of them. You know? Yeah. So, so it, I mean, it's just part of the experience and you know, life comes in so many different shades of color. So just like enjoy each one as it comes. I think, I think to kind of piggyback off that too, is it's like, it's, I'm going through the exact same stressors, at least about the career, right? Everyone's lives are different. You all have different aspects, but I'm going through the exact same stressors and concerns and worries about making this a career and doing this for real as, as you are. And as Casey is, and everybody, everybody else is just as concerned about like, okay, like, is this actually going to work? Even when you're like close to the top or you're at the top, like you're still like, how do I keep this? You know? And so mm-hmm. everyone's always stressed out about it. So it's like understanding, Hey, I understand that you're feeling like pain in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, like concern and, and this negativity and understand that everyone's kind of going through that too. Yeah really levels the playing field like okay like hey i get that you're stressed out let's talk about what helps me when you're when i'm stressed out you know and it's it's like a it's definitely like an emotional learning curve too you know oh, yeah communication but, all that stuff so yeah, that's a huge piece of it too just that huge communication piece it's, it's something that's needed especially when it comes to people if you're working a band together because if you don't have that and not even a band but just any sort of relationship if you don't have that things are just going to deteriorate even yeah. like we were talking about you know that like feeling of like comparison. You're always like, you know, that there's the highs. It's all about, you know, riding the waves of the highs, but also managing when you can get to the lows and be able to get through those. This is something that just popped in my head. I think about this. If there's times I should be thinking about, because I run into this problem too. You know, there's certain problems I'm having. There's certain issues I'm having. If I thought about myself like two, three years ago, two, three years ago, if I would complain about things, it should be like, what are you talking about? You're doing great. Even at the beginning of 2023, if I looked at, if I, if I went back to the beginning of 2023 and was complaining about certain issues early, like being the year me would be like, dude, are you crazy? Like you're almost at like 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. You almost got like, you know, take a look at the Spotify numbers. Take a look at the Apple podcast numbers. Dude, this is where I want to be. And I'm like, I'm complaining about other shit that, you know, is insignificant to me at the beginning of the year. So it kind of grounds you in the fact that you know, yeah, there's going to be other problems, but if you think back to where you were and where you wanted to be at that point in time, you're there. Now it's yeah. just getting that next step because you always want to keep growing. You want to keep going more. You want to keep going further with this. Oh yeah, That's so true. I was just thinking about that earlier today because the whole Spotify rap thing came out today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can see kind of past years for like our Spotify and it's like, man, like <laughs> that kid is 17 would be freaking out right now. You know what I mean? Like I got three quarters of a million streams. Like, what are you talking about? Why are you stressed out? Why are you worried? And it's, and it's like, it, it's, it's a skill to kind of manage that because when you, when that number is a million and a half or that when that number is 10 million or who, who knows how big the number could ever get. The fact is like, you're always going to be pushing forward. Right. But you mm-hmm. have to learn to like, accept it, like, appreciate what what you've what you've done you know in the grand scheme it's not you know in the grand scheme who knows how big how big of an impact it is but to like you and to oh that progression over time you just have to be willing like ready to go okay like i'm actually going i'm actually doing this like this is Mm -hmm. i would be freaking out five years ago you know what i mean yeah 
Yeah, and again, it's kind of like kind of like the whole entire uh, like theme of the podcast that came out of this whole entire thing was for this episode specifically is you know think about everything that you've done, think about where you were beforehand and where you are now. Where you were beforehand is where you want to be now, and then of course where you are now. You know, five years, five years from now, maybe two years from now, you're going to be at that point and you're going to want more, but you know, it's going to keep happening like that. So you can keep reflecting back. You can continue to enjoy those highs. And then when those lows end up happening, you can manage them a lot better emotionally on top of that as well. Go after your fucking dreams, guys go after them because you only get one shot at life. We only get one swing at life. Why would you go for a bun single? That's always what I've been saying. And I want to make sure to bring that up. Now, I've got one more question for the both of you before we wrap this up, okay? It is the exact same question that actually led me to you to bring you to the podcast today. (laughs) Okay. Thanks to Trevor from Windwalker. So, I'm going to ask, between the two of you, can you give me three bands, like your level, maybe a little bit lower than you, a little bit higher than you, that you are absolutely enjoying right now that you suggest that we go and check out, not only myself, but the fans as well? Um, Normandy, um, they're a band from Sweden. They are, I, I'm so excited for their dopamine album to drop. I've been waiting for new music from them for two and a half years now. Um, and I literally cannot stop playing their couple new singles. I mean, Um, they're like next level songwriters. Like it is just, they write, I'm like, you know, this might be a little controversial, but there are a lot of bands that sound sonically really good to me. Um, but sometimes their lyrics are just kind of like uh, a little lackluster for mm-hmm. me. I'm a really emotional person. So I really do like take to heart what someone has to say with their pen and paper. Um, and I can really appreciate a really fucking well-written song. And these guys are Swedish and I don't think that I'm pretty sure that English is not their first language, but they learn it as like a second language. Um, they're, they write all their songs in English and they are probably 90% better written than most American music that I listen to. Um, so I'll just put that out there. Doesn't mean other people's aren't good. It just means that it, they're just, they're just crushing it like 90% mm-hmm. harder, <laughs> which is crazy. Cause they're not, that's not even their first language. So um another artist is i think i think i probably okay so i mean there's still like pretty good sized bands right now but mm-hmm. i think uh man i think rivals is just doing it rivals up, dude i think rivals is really i think they're just absolutely killing it i mean i'm pretty sure they're still unsigned and they yeah. are just i mean <sighs> I don't know, dude, their songwriting is they can write, is the, shit just, write the shit out of a song man like i mean uh, it was it was cool because like they I'm big on production right like mm-hmm. I'm like I like good ear feel stuff ear candy, you know? Ear candy yeah. you know and so like when you hear a new mix it's like oh we, you expect a really good mix out of like a really good budgeted band you know but like you take a band that's a little bit still on the up and coming and you and you you have such good quality production out of uh, John Aspie did it. I think I'm pretty from sure. John Espy from Red Jumpsuit did their did uh, at least the last album and I mean those guys are just they are just cracked they're built they're different for so sure so good oh uh, yeah Kaylee's vocals Kaylee's she's fucking she's nuts so dude. good unbelievable um, just really raw um they're like next stop for sure they yeah. are definitely yeah those guys are crazy yeah crazy I, good I love the whole dark pop like the you know dark 
pop with mm-hmm. rock and like even a little bit of like their older stuff it's like a little more metalcore dude bad bitch metal that's what it is it's, it's, like, bad, it's, it's bad, bad bitch metal, bitch metal yeah, dude for sure. those guys are sick um, oh, so cool and so then cool. um i love tropic gold they're a band from yeah. australia and i really fuck with these guys that's pretty i'm these <laughs> I love Australian bands because they're just so built different. They're so ahead of the curve. <laughs> oh, God, like, yeah. It, why couldn't I have been it born hurts. in another continent? Like, <laughs> it's so crazy because, like, a lot of our, like, of most of, like, our top five listeners, like, on Spotify, um, going back to Spotify wrapped, of course, um, the top three cities um, for our listeners, like, every month like again and again and again um are all australian cities so i mean it means a lot to me if them australian metalcore listeners like our stuff because that's <laughs> yeah North, y'all are North both Lane. different <laughs> north Lane, if you want to take us on an australian tour that'd be yeah, sick <laughs> that would be sick yeah please, I, go, please bro <laughs> i love tropic gold uh, the best way i can explain it is they're almost like there's not really much screaming going on um like little to none but they're almost like a like an edgier diet bad omens (laughs) all metal for sure yeah it's such a yeah yeah because you know like noah sebastian from bad omens is always like you know but he's also singing like an angel and um the vocalist for tropic gold is just like so smooth with his vocals but he's got like some grit to it not really much screaming but instrumentally like vibe production everything is pretty similar to bad omens and the delivery for sure i think when it comes to giving three examples you just hit it out of the park with that with three of those no normandy i know of i've had probably bring him on the podcast before but i got rejected the first time doesn't mean it's gonna get rejected the second time rivals i've heard of them before (laughs) i believe i do know they're actually like they're like actual like band managers, so might make it happen. Oh, yeah. sure. that Dude, might we're, be a we're, new one. we're rooting for you. Rivals, yeah. if you see this, give our man a shot. <laughs> yeah, come on, give me a shot. Come on. Come on. Also, <laughs> also take us on yeah, tour. Please, God. Please. Also God. take, yeah, yeah, take Neverless on tour. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Take Neverless on tour. And now it's time for me to wrap up this podcast with three very specific things. First things first, Neverless. Yes, they're right here, right next to me in this video. But you're going to want to make sure you follow along with them, right? On any social media platform so you know when new stuff is coming out. So when you know shows are coming out and so that you can contact them and connect with them. Because if you're enjoying their music, connect with them. That's just going to fuel the fire of positivity. So let's keep it rolling. See, Watch them on YouTube. Watch your videos. Go support them. Go get some merch. And also stream all their music as well. Best place to do that is to go to the description of the podcast, which is find Neverlist online. Links, labels for everything are there. I'm going to be your own personal Google on this one. So go, make sure you follow them, subscribe to them, check them out on everything because I said so, and they said so too. Now it's time <laughs> for number two. So every guest on the podcast, I enjoy the podcast. I tend to make a certain promise way to say thank you for being on the podcast, and I want to continue to support you in any way. And this is an absolute blast of an episode, so you both hit on this promise. It is a when. Because when says this is going to happen, we just have yet to pick a day or time. When I get to see you perform live for the first time, <laughs> I'm going to go all Liam Neeson from taking on you. I'm going to look Hell for yeah. you. I will pursue you. I will fight <laughs> you. I will say hi. And first round's on me. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> if we have a tour bus, you can bring a case. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's all on Instagram. Yes. It worked with <laughs> caskets. I've done it with Kingdom Collapse, too. We'll do it with you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
We got to get a yes. cedar knock on for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it happen. I'll the knock on the bus door. Be like, who is it? It's the beer man. Open up. You'll see me with a case of like spotted cow. Be like, hey! and now it's time for number three bringing this to a conclusion i cannot end this by saying goodbye because this podcast was incredible this episode was way too much fun i have to make good on that promise and i would love to have you both back on the podcast again in the future to talk about one you got more shows coming out and when you got new music coming up i'd love to bring you back yeah we're gonna be dropping some new music in january so uh be on the lookout for that it's definitely our favorite song that we've written to date so Sure. Be on the lookout yep. for that. So now we can end this podcast by saying goodbye. That's way too final. I'm going to by saying this. I'll see you later. See you later. See you later. Thanks for having us. <laughs> really appreciate it. Well, folks, another interview with Casey and Jordy from the band Never Listen. Now it's time for Kevin's final thought. I'm going to keep this one short because it's hard to summarize this one up without just saying go back and re-listen this whole entire thing and just take a look at the chapters and everything because what Casey and Jordy talked about when it came to support, when it came to, you know, find success, when it came to just keeping everything in context, why what you're doing with your creative stuff is important, not only for yourself, but for the people that are listening, the people that are watching, the people that are caring, it can have such a positive impact on their life where, you know, we impact one person with what we're doing for the positive. It can be that thing that just keeps us going, keeps us moving. And when it comes down to it, Maybe we're not going to hit, hit and reach as many people as we want to in life. Maybe we're not all going to be bringing the horizon. But maybe we're going to have the chance to be able to impact someone so positively. We're going to make the world a better place like Never Listen is doing. So go check them out when they play their show with Bad Wolves at the Whiskey Go-Go in Los Angeles on December 11th. Be sure to go to the podcast where you can find them. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all over the place where you can stream music, find their music, download their music. Buy some merch, everything around there. Be sure also to follow along with the Corporate Rush Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, link description of the podcast below. Hit subscribe on YouTube or hit that follow button, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon. Like these episodes because we put out new podcast episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday to help push us in the algorithm. And now I am getting tongue-tied. So just enjoy more Neverless and just go back to this podcast if you want some more positivity. That's good, guys. Thank you for watching, listening to the Good Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. It's a big, healthy, and hearty. See ya! Yeah.